Night? Come on. Wait, what am I gonna wear? Jesse, remember? Lisa's bringing your costume. Right, I gotta wash my hair. No, there's no time. No time! There's never any time! I don't have time to study! I'll never get into Stanford! I'll let everyone down! I'm so confused! Jesse, hey! Hey, just calm down. It's okay. You're right. It's okay. Everything will be okay. Yeah. I just need one of these. Pills? You mean you really are taking drugs? I need them. Jesse, give me those. I need them, Zach! I have to sing! Jesse! You can't sing tonight! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's once again time for Ben and Blake's Excellent Adventure Podcast. We're here to bring you the best in entertainment, entertainment-related news, funny stuff, stuff you might not think is funny, but we laugh about it. But anyways, here we are. I'm Blake. <laughs> I'm Ben. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad you just follow along with that intro and know to introduce yourself after I introduce mine. Otherwise, we would never really get anywhere with it's this It's a good podcast. thing I was paying attention. Yeah. Because yeah. like in my mind, I have this really good intro planned out and it's like I have it all scripted, but then like a brain fart, like when I get to the end of the big build up and I'm like, oh, welcome to this show. The thing. The thing we're doing. Welcome to the casting of the pods. That sounds like a biblical event like people did to like to like argue their claim over land. We will now hold the casting of the pods. Whosoever casts their pod the furthest. Whoever has the largest pod wins. Ha ha ha. Even back then. I mean, just, we're gonna stop. That's how it is. Am I right? What? Am I right? What? Moses. Yo, show him your pod, dog. <laughs> wow. Yo, so, like, Moses pod way bigger than Aaron's. I Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow! I, you know what? I'm gonna stop right here. Yeah, let's stop. Because I had we're, we're getting we're, we're I had tingling, so many other jokes. We're tingling dangerously close to blasphemy. Yeah. yeah, well, I'm pretty sure we already hit that nail on the head. But we're also teetering very close to um, getting the plug pulled and never having another podcast. People be like, uh, "When did this become a, <laughs> one of those podcasts?" Mm. Well, you know, the day we decided to make it you never you know people that get offended by things that ben and i say i have one question have you never met ben and i <laughs> i mean this we're pretty well the same people on this podcast that we are in real life i tr- i try to be good but i don't always succeed <laughs> i do <laughs> you're trying to convince me or yourself for I don't that. Know, i'm just being mm. i'm being serious i'm just being straight up dog that's good <laughs> <laughs> Well, straight up, dog. That's the way it be sometimes, Joe. So, dude, how's it been going? We since just turned last into week? two Randy Jacksons yeah. somehow. Yeah, dog. That beat was tight, dog. <laughs> Tone deaf, dog. You sound like a cat gargling peanut butter. So, um, how's it been going since last week, dude? Uh, it's been busy. Uh, we dedicated young Master Bruce I yesterday. Saw that. <laughs> Master um, Bruce, the Almighty, uh, and we had a really good, uh, really I good luncheon. I wish that I had known that they were dedicating Bruce yesterday because I would have came I and supported. Should have said something to you about. It. I didn't think about mm-hmm. it. My Trey Biggins little kid, I'd have totally supported and held up a sign <laughs> that said, "The Biggins baby." The Biggins, Even the, God loves the Biggins baby. Bruce is loose. God bless the Biggins <laughs> child. <laughs> And each then, and every one. Each and every one. And then my dog decided it would be a good idea to uh, <clears throat> abscond with my glasses this morning. <laughs> and they were all chewed up. And I so was he like, just uh, ate the frame. He didn't really eat them. He just chewed on them. So is that the same lens that was in it? Yeah, they're the same lenses. They're not scratched at all? Not really. 
Huh. I, thought, I thought he had eaten one of the lenses, though, because I couldn't find it. It, was, it had popped out of the frame. But did he die? No, he's still... What's your dog's name? That's Scout. Scout. That's probably why I was trying to kill himself. <laughs> he said, oh, oh, I got this, ge- this generic, this basic name. Got this gay name for a dog. <laughs> Bruce Willis named his daughter Scout, for Christ's sake. He named him after a girl. So, but other than that, you had a good week. <laughs> you didn't forget he had a daughter named Scout. I did forget he had a daughter named Scout. another one that's also a rumor. See what I did yeah, there? All- Bruce Willis gets the weird name. I don't know. There's some weird name children out there. <laughs> yeah, well, like Jonah. You better watch your mouth. <laughs> I'm oh. kidding, Blake. <laughs> that is a weird name. Like, who names their kid Jonah Blake? I'm kidding, man. Yeah, we, I would say James. We love you, Jonah, especially your father. You're our mascot, little. Anyways, he, he hadn't was, been in in a while. He was asleep on the couch when I left. <laughs> I didn't wake him up because I don't feel like hearing him randomly pass gas. Not that I don't do that often throughout the podcast. But, you know, so other than that, <laughs> we're getting sidetracked like a mug over here. <laughs> That's pretty good, you know. It's, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, I had an adventure, and I was going to tell you this story earlier, but I didn't. I'm going to save it for yeah, now because yeah. I want your honest reaction. So I started a new job Saturday night, a new uh, Saturday night gig. Uh, I'm at the VFW in Nashville. Now, uh-huh. uh, more money, less hours. I don't have to work two nights a week. Just DJing? Saturday nights. Huh? DJing? Yeah, okay. DJing, running sound for the bands or whatever. I'm locked up in my own booth. It's nice. I don't have to deal with the crowd. Yada yada yada. So uh, some of my some of my friends in another band that we used to have in Rascals on Saturday on Thursday nights, mm-hmm. our old timers night, if you will, they got me the gig because they're taking over the entertainment. They'll be there two about two twice a month, mm. and the other two nights we'll have feelings. But anyways, so um, <clears throat> I met them at <clears throat> excuse me, I met them at like five five thirty ish to get set up. Excuse me while I take a sip of this tasty beverage. Here's <laughs> your ASMR for the dot. Anyways, so we were getting set up, and after I got them set up, checked, and everything, I thought, you know, it might be good if I'm going to be working here to go around and introduce myself to the people working here. They got two security guys walking around, and I kid you not, the head of security guy looks like Lawrence off of Office Space. <laughs> Remember Lawrence, the neighbor? Hey, check out Channel 10. There's a chick giving herself a breast exam, man. Lois. <laughs> That's exactly what he sounds like when he talks. And he's even built like Lawrence. I mean, ex- I'm, I'm telling you. Does he have you, a mullet like that? A very short crop mullet, but yes, it was great. Anyways, it gets better. So I go up to him. I was like, hey, man, uh, I think his name was Jim. It's on his shirt in big white letters. So, hey, man, I'm Blake. I'm new sound guy. Just want to introduce myself. He's like, hey, I'm Jim, but you can call me wild man. Everybody calls me wild man. <laughs> and so, like, I'm looking at him like he's like, are you serious? And, like, he was dead serious. So I had this moment where, like, you're gonna I'm, hurt his feelings if you don't call him wild man. Yeah, and so I just decided to fire back at him and see if he'd catch a moment of humor. Apparently, he didn't because apparently they don't have basic services like Netflix or movies in Nashville. <laughs> I said, "Yeah, wild man. Well, my name's Blake, but you can call me Dragon." It's a Step Brothers reference, right? <laughs> yep. He thought I was being serious for the rest of the night. This guy calls me Dragon. <laughs> he comes to me, "Hey, Dragon, everything all right, man?" <laughs> like, "Yeah, man, everything's cool, wild man." Hey, Dragon, you need a bottle of water? Just all night long. So I get I get ready to leave. I was like, all right, guys, I'll see y'all next weekend. And he's like, all right, Dragon, take it easy, man. I'll see you next Saturday. <laughs> so so you he really it, thinks my name is Dragon. You gave yourself a nickname. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get a henna tattooed of a dragon on my <laughs> forearm. But then I'm going to move it like every week. Though. I'm going to get the same dragon, like buy nine of them, put it on my <laughs> forearm, put it on my neck one weekend, like right on my chest and wear a wife beater. Get a kitty tattoo. Get like a tattoo of Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, my God. That dragon. 
Yeah. I'm going to go to Spencer's and buy the t-shirt with Dale Dobeck on it that says, you got to call me Dragon and wear that and just see if he gets it. <laughs> but now I'm going to, I was telling somebody that, I was telling Laura today, actually, I'm just going to let it go and see how long he calls me Dragon before he figures out that I'm just blatantly lying to him. Anyways, yeah, that's that's how my week's been. It was great. I, I thought you'd laugh way harder at that. Just total let down. Anyways, uh, let's... Yeah, we need. I laughed gotta, harder if it was funnier, Blake. Wow, that's how I just sold. Last time I heard, I laughed so hard I fell off the back of the ark, nearly drowned. Oh man, I kid, I kid. You were great, and your story is great. Yeah, thank you for how you're placating. Anyways, <laughs> we got an ex. We got a. Uh, we got some cool stuff to talk about in this adventure. Uh, Disney Plus goes live tomorrow. Being recording this Woo-hoo. on Monday night, we're gonna talk about that. Uh, we're gonna talk about the haunting of Hill House too. There's some news coming out about that. I'm excited. Uh, it is 25th anniversary of one of our favorite Saved by the Bill moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've already heard that one on the intro. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna beat, rip beat, that beat, one beat, in a minute. Beat, go base that's side. right at the max. Those ugly hamburgers. Uh, ben <laughs> and I are also gonna talk about some cool gifts that we think you need to be on your gift list coming up this holiday season. You'll thank us later, or your kids will. One, uh, there's a new Pixar movie coming out. They released a trailer Soul. today. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, Soul. Actually, you already know about that. Oh, mm. Duh. Why wouldn't you know it? Uh, <laughs> we're also going to discuss 20 possible shows, 20 shows that could possibly replace Game of Thrones if you're still got a hole like I do because that ending was so horrible. <laughs> Uh, and we're going to recommend some cool stuff. Did you bring your recommendation this week? I did. We're going to talk about our top five sleeper movies. Now, for Ben, this is comedies or things that people might, other people might not think is funny. Or, you know, for me, it's those movies that you're going to go, dang, Blake, I didn't realize you were such a girl. <laughs> or, you know, those movies that you really liked that nobody else would think that you liked or that wouldn't, you wouldn't, people don't think they're funny. You think they're hilarious or whatever. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Ben's going to give us some what's happening. Uh, but before we do that, uh, we can't forget to thank our sponsors, Benjamin. Uh, uh, that is the one and only Acme Pharmacy in downtown Homerville. Uh, it's Ben's dad. I mean, he's the guy that keeps this going. And Mr. Bill, we thank you. He's a we solid you. dude. You're a solid dude, Mr. Bill. Dollar Bill, yo. Yep, yep. And uh, so if you're around Homerville, if you're not around Homerville, come to Homerville just to buy prescription drugs for Mr. Bill. <laughs> if you got to drive from California, just make sure that. you have your prescription. <laughs> yeah. Bring your prescription with you. He's not going to sell it to you without a prescription. Unless you're me and Ben, and we can just go in and get pills like, I'm kidding, we can't. But uh, yeah, check out Acme Pharmacy on Easy Dame, on Easy Dame Avenue in Homerville. Call my, give them a little, blah, 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 blah. You can give them a call at 912 487 5327. We're also brought to you by Anchor.fm, your one stop shop for everything podcast related. Download their app, check out their website, get your jump on your podcast today. And that's about all I'm going to say about it. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> it's uh, a really cool service. Ben, let's go ahead and, and jump into this. Sure here uh disney plus starts tomorrow do you have your subscription <laughs> i do not i keep i talk a big game about doing it and i have yet to do it um but i want to get it man that mandalorian is looking toy yeah that uh they just assigned some writers to like the she hulk and the moon knight shows yeah, i saw that i'm super excited about both of those um, the first Mandalorian comes out at launch, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it comes out at launch, and then on the 13th, they release another one, and then after that, it's weekly. Yep. I think there's like seven or eight of them. So that should be great. That's, that's I mean, I'm going to be honest. That's the one reason why I'm getting <laughs> Disney Plus is you for the Mandalorian. You don't want to see that lady in the tramp that they're doing? 
I does, love the original Lady in the Tramp. Does the look on my face? <laughs> does the look on my face tell you that I want to watch Lady in the Tramp? Ben? Five bucks says they don't do that Siamese cat scene. Oh, that that's the greatest one. I know, but it's why wouldn't they? because it's racist now. Apparently, we are Siamese if you please. <laughs> <laughs> we are Siamese if you don't please. How, how do I know that? Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's because Disney owns our childhood. <laughs> they do, <clears throat> and that's the one thing I remember from it. We are Siamese if you please. They said please with that broken English. Speaking of (laughs) speaking of Asian people, I got another funny story from this weekend. (laughs) So uh, I was playing that Apple Bottom Jeans song or whatever, Uh and uh, so there's this lady out there like dancing to everything, right? And like she's really jerky, like like I mean I thought she was drunk, which she was. It was this Japanese (laughs) lady, and uh, I know she was Japanese. She told me she was Japanese, and she comes up to my booth. And she like knocks on the door because you had you can't see me like I'm behind a wall mm-hmm. right there, and uh, <laughs> and so I'm standing there, and uh, I walk out say yes ma'am can I help you? And she looks at me and goes, what the name of song? I said excuse me, what the name of song? And she's getting progressively madder every time I ask her what because she's totally wasted. Mm-hmm. I, said, I'm, I still I honestly couldn't understand her. What a name a last last song. I was like, oh, it's called Low. Oh, Row. I was like, yeah, that's it, Low. <laughs> I thought about you. I was like, I'm being. I would love for Ben to be here. <laughs> they yeah. kick. They kick me out of there for for not looking um, redneck enough. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's crazy. So, but I'm excited for the Mandalorian just because. You know, we're what? Let's say today is the 11th. There's 30 days. Has it ever been in? It's 30 days. So we are 19 days. We are 38 days away from Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. 38 days. 19th. December. It's going down, yo. Even more and more. And they're supposed to drop the international final third trailer today. And it's supposed to have more footage in it from the movie. Ooh. Yeah. But I hadn't. I've, I've been scouring the internet all day and haven't. <laughs> Haven't seen it yet, so we'll see. Maybe it'll, uh, yeah, maybe it'll happen. There's this guy on YouTube I follow called Mike Zero Zero Z Z E R O H, and he does a lot of um these Star Wars kind of like spoilers, like spoilers and theories and stuff. But he's usually spot on with his stuff, like when you watch the movie. So um yeah, Disney Plus is going live, yo. Make sure you check that out. And uh, sign up for it. It's only like six ninety nine a month. It's not expensive. Yeah, it's at not all. bad. And then you get like Disney Plus and ESPN, or that you can combine it with Hulu or something to that effect. <laughs> Speaking of ESPN, it just like notified me <laughs> on my tablet. I thought I had that on Do Not Start. He just wanted to remind everybody again do, that the do. Falcons beat the Saints yesterday God, inexplicably right. out of nowhere. Yeah, just totally out of left field. Um, let's see what else is on. <laughs> Too bad the they list. couldn't do that against literally anybody else this season. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you know. What I'm saying, yo. You know what I'm saying, yo. You know what I'm saying. You picking up what I'm putting down cornbread. That's what them dirty birds showed up to play. What them dirty bizzles. <laughs> yeah, they just decided. Hey guys, we might let's, maybe let's, we ought to win at least more than one game this season. Let's just win one and see what happens. And everybody's like, oh, where'd that come from? Are you guys actually like playing football? <laughs> You're still a thing. Dude, I saw this thing earlier, and it disturbed me before we jump on to this new thing. What's that? Uh, it was a Fox Business article. Uh-huh. And um, do you like Arby's? Um, I do, but I don't get to eat there very often. You know, I mean, I like their roast beef sandwiches. But Arby's is... um. <laughs> 
this is kind of an a-hole move, I guess. Not oh, really. were, they, was, were they fashioning the vegetables out of meat? Yes. I saw that. Yes. <laughs> Arby's makes a meat-based vegetable to rival plant-based meat craze. <laughs> Dude, they're calling them vegetables. <laughs> they got like a picture on their website of carrots made out of beef. <laughs> but they're, they're orange and they look like a carrot. They call it a merit. <laughs> M-A-R-R-O-T. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Man, whoever's like in charge of their, uh, their marketing. The, like, marketing and stuff yeah. right now is doing a, a really bang up job. It's actually carrots made out of turkey breast. I'm sorry, not ground beef. It's called That the makes merit. a little more sense. <laughs> and they open the advertisement with the line that says, if they can make meat from veggies and other stuff, we can make veggies from meat. <laughs> they sort of, are they sort of making fun of the, uh, that Burger yes, King? The it is so great. Ultimate or the whatever, Impossible so Whopper great. or whatever it's called. Yeah, they place they place the, the ground like turkey meat in, in a in a vacuum sealed bag and cooked it in temperature controlled waters, and then rolled it in a piece of like um, rolling the pieces in special dried carrot juice powder and roasting them, and uh, <laughs> and a change for Arby's slogan: We have the meats. Now it says we have the vegetables. <laughs> Harvey's, I love you guys. I mean, like really, I'm not even gonna put that on there because that's just a side note. Um, plus curly fries, best fries. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not real sure about, dude. I don't. I'm, you know, that's that's who I, that's who gets my vote. Arby's, do you like Arby's? Arby's fries curly fries are, are my best? favorite fries. Uh, well, that and like the legit like football game crinkle cut fries. Dude, those are the best fries. Crinkle cut French fries are my favorite fries of anywhere. Yeah. And here's a sure fired way, fired way to make sure I don't ever eat at your restaurant again. If you have crinkle cut fries, and then you change it, they're fries. awesome. And then you change them. I'm not eating there and again. I don't care. I don't care. I'm just not doing it. I'm not doing it. Uh, Hill House News, Ben. Let's yep. move on to that. We're already 18 minutes in this bad boy. <laughs> We've just rambled about vegetables. Um, the creator, this was an entertainment or LED Bible website. Mm-hmm. Uh, creator of Haunting of Hill House says the sequel is going to be much scarier. And it's a haunting of Blah Manor, of course. Uh, there's still no release date, dude. But uh, they say if you think Haunting of Hill House was scary... Don't watch the sequel. <laughs> yeah, and I can't wait. Dude. I can't either. I really loved the uh, the first season of Haunting of Hill House. It was great. Um, the Haunting of Bly Manor will scare the absolute bejesus out of you, according to Entertainment Weekly. So it's scarier, a lot more frightening, and it's just on a, on a visceral level. I'm assuming it's a different cast. Yeah, like it's totally altogether. different cast. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, this new series takes, of course, inspiration from Henry, Henry James' uh, 1898 novella. It's called The Turn of the Screw. Yeah. And uh, it tells a tale of a ghost governess who moves into Bly Manor to look after two recently orphaned children, Miles and Flora. And it's not long before she starts spotting ghostly figures in the house and its grounds. Yeah, it's one of the all time classic ghost yeah. stories. Um the um there was a movie well it's probably been a couple of movies based on it, but the the, the most famous one was there's a movie called The Innocence that was made back in the early sixties, I think. Yeah. Um, but it's based on the the same source material, but it's probably far less scary to anybody watching today. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a good movie. Yeah. Well, it says they're about a third of the way through with it, like filming and post-production and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, Flanagan, the guy, uh, what's his first name? Mike Flanagan. Yeah. The, uh, he said it's going to be, it's great. He said it's, it's a real treat to play in the world of Henry James. And he claims it's a whole different vibe from Charlie Jackson, who wrote The Haunting of Hill House, mm-hmm. and uh, or the book that The Haunting of Hill House is adapted from. And um, it's, 
yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great. He said we were able to open this entire library of ghost stories, stuff that's never been adapted and build the whole season out of the entirety of the entirety of Henry James Supernatural Library. Yeah, and it's and based he- loosely off the haunting of Bly Manor. Wow. He says it's been a real treat because we're really gonna do things that I've never gotten to see before. Uh, it comes out next year. Our official date has not been announced. It will star Victoria Pedretti. Um, she she probably appeared as she was Nellie Crane in The Haunting of okay. Hill House. Yeah, yeah. She's going to be the governess, uh, Danny. And uh, Oliver, Oliver Jackson Cohen, Henry Thomas, uh, Kate Seigel's going to be in it. Uh, they'll make a return for the second. It says they'll be making a return for the second season, too, as brand new characters, of course, not yeah. the old characters. So it's uh, kind, of, kind of an American horror story idea yeah. where it's the, the same cast playing different people like season to season. Yeah, even Jackson Cohen, he played the grown-up Luke Crane in the first season. Mm. He's teased that he'll be there as well. Um, so, yeah, cool. just keep we'll, – we, of course, we will totally update you um, when this comes out because I cannot wait. Yeah, me either. I cannot wait to see it, dude. I'm, I'm, I was a big Hill House fan. And uh, the jump scares alone, dude, and that was – um. Yeah, it was just a really well-made series, uh, like on the whole. Like I, I could, I could understand if somebody watched it and was like, "Oh, I didn't find it that scary." I can get that, but just as in terms of like putting putting images together, yeah. um, they did just did such a fantastic job, and the character building in that show was so good. Yeah, it was really um, good, especially like the way they revealed that some of the ghosts were the actual characters. Like, uh huh. Through foreshadowing and stuff of that nature it was really it was really really good we we highly recommend it if you haven't seen it <laughs> yeah totally That's- even though we're past um halloween watch <laughs> the haunting of hill house it's on netflix yep watch it in the dark alone after you've sacrificed children and played with your Ouija board. <laughs> kidding <laughs> totally, not really but i'm totally kidding uh ben it's actually the 26th anniversary last year was the 25th anniversary <laughs> and i know this because i shared this with you last year <laughs> on facebook and it popped up in my memories today if you listen to our intro clip um you realize it's one of the most iconic moments in saved by the bill history yeah uh, we're talking about when uh jesse spano is uh doing pills which were caffeine pills to keep herself awake to um <laughs> so she could study so she could study and then perform with lisa and kelly at the max, I don't even remember what they called their little group. It wasn't the Zach Attack. Zach Attack was cool. Yeah, I don't remember what the name of their group was from that. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's so funny now when you look at it because, especially that, I'm so <laughs> scared. And she's taking caffeine pills, for Christ's sake. Now, granted, that was NBC's <laughs> way of, like, telling kids don't do drugs or whatever. Yeah. But now we live in a day where, like, Everything air has caffeine in it for. I, I mean, I don't think it does. But well, they, they year, a couple of years later they would do the also. What was the name of the like the cool actor guy that would show up? Johnny and, uh, Dakota or jo- something like that. Yeah, something like that. It was Johnny something, but I can't remember his last. It was name. Johnny Dakota because they come smoking dope in the locker room, smoking weed. Yep. And they wouldn't do the thing, and then the last of it is marijuana. I know it's like dumb, stupid. Why <laughs> they do you all think say they it. call it dope. Yeah. There's no hope with dope. That's like what the old men call it now. That boy's on dope right here, boy. <laughs> They're all hipped up on goofballs. What kind of dope is he on? Uh, he's on that dope. That's all I need to know. He's on that dope. <laughs> I, it, in all fairness to say by the bell, they, they were trying their best to deal with a delicate issue. Um, and they did because I was scared to do drugs during that time. <laughs> but like now, no, it was caffeine. I mean, for Christ's sake, they sell monster energy drinks to children. <laughs> 
They mix Red Bull with, with Jägermeister <laughs> when it clearly says on the back of the can in big letters, do, do not. not mix this with alcohol. That's just, that's a suggestion. Bump that America. Mix it with some dang Jaeger. And I do what I want. Jaeger. Oh my God. Jaeger. My, ugh. I don't, I don't care for Red Bull just in general. I can't. Yeah, I don't care for Red Bull either. That's ridiculous. Like, really, dude. I mean, but anyways. So, we're sorry, Jesse Spano, that you had to go through that for us to laugh at you today. Well, you know, that's what set her off on that, that course of becoming a stripper in the movie Showgirls. It just, just one thing led to another. And, and turn from caffeine pills to, to cocaine. <laughs> And then the next thing you know, you're showing all your goodies that God gave you. Next thing you know, you're having one of the funniest scenes ever with the dude from Twin Peaks and in a swimming pool. Oh my gosh! If you've never seen Showgirls, you're going to go there. If you've never seen it. Showgirls, I'm the bad one that can't stop when I start. And you're, oh my gosh! I knew that was coming, dude. If you've never seen Showgirls, it's one of the all-time great horrible movies. Yeah. It is. I remember my dad, like, he watched it when it came out. And, like, um, we may have watched it together. And he's like, i tell you one thing. It was right because Striptease came out right after that, right? Yep. And he was comparing, um, what's Jesse's? What's her real uh, name? Elizabeth Berkeley. Yeah. Well, he was comparing her and Demi Moore. And he said, i tell you one thing. Demi Moore's fit. You can't bounce a quarter off of Jesse Spano's behind. And I was like, What? That's wow, Neil. So yeah. Anyways, wow. <laughs> We're gonna stop. I don't even I know how we find ourselves in these dark alleys, but here we are. <laughs> that and, one uh, was my fault. I'll cop to it. She said the greatest thing. oh my gosh I'm not going there we're not going there in the name of jesus we're sorry um i mean for real dude wow lynn's gonna hear this and go oh my god and he can't blame me for it this time it's all your fault the expert the, <laughs> this is expert opinion lynn can't do anything about that it's, uh, it's funny Let's move on to Kids the next Kids, don't one. watch it if you're listening. Yeah, don't watch it, children. It's not on Netflix. And don't, I don't take caffeine pills. Yeah, That's... don't do dope. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Pixar released trailer for their first uh, black-led animated movie, mm-hmm. Ben. Uh, yeah, it's Soul is the name of the movie. And uh, it looks like it's, I mean, it's going to be one of those tear jerkers. Yeah. Um, it's it's another one of their films that, you know, deal with death and collective mortality, kind of like Coco did. Um, yeah, it's the and, first, uh, even yeah. Inside Out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with tw- after twenty one movies, I mean they've had black people in their movies, but this is the mm. first black lead in a Pixar movie, which is great. Um, Soul follows a middle school band teacher, Joe Gardner, voiced by Jamie Fox, and um, he falls into a manhole, ends up in this mystical place, and he's just a soul, and uh, it follows his adventures there. Set to be released next June. It's, it says right here. It's, it's, it's meant to explore the meaning of life and what it means to have a soul. Mm. Big questions for what's supposed to be a kid's movie. Some critics are, you know, are saying, but, um, I mean, yeah, it's, well, I mean, you know, like it's going to be a good one. I think sometimes we get a little too afraid to like talk about like big, important stuff with children because, yeah. um, we either think it's, it's too much for them or they can't handle it or whatever, but they can't handle the truth. Um, you know, I think for the in certain cases, um, it's a good thing to start, you know open that discussion up at a young age. So, I th- it looks like a really good movie. I, I, I you know I haven't seen a whole heck of a lot of it, but um, it looks pretty interesting. 
Uh, Pixar usually turns in quality work. So. Yeah, I've always liked Pixar's films. I don't. I can't think of one that I didn't like. Yeah, even their short films. You know, oh, their shorts good. are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So check that out. It comes out like a June sometime, somewhere in that area. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great, great, great. Uh, ben, let's talk about some shows that could possibly re- replace Game of Thrones. And I know some of you are probably like me. Oh well, I didn't get into Game of Thrones until like fourth season Mm -hmm. maybe after Becky and Rance were just like very adamant that I watch it and I never could get into it well we might not be discussing that because my dang link ain't working (laughs) but uh hold on give me time we'll talk about it and then I'll 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 see if I can get it pulled up here but yeah dude I mean Game of Thrones just kind of left you especially after that letdown of a last season yeah you know what I mean oh it's oh I'm gonna have to look it up Hold on. Can you talk right here? Can you Can't. not leave me hanging? <laughs> talk about Game of Thrones. Talk about Peter Dinklage getting needed of the year or something. Well, P- Game of Thrones is one of those shows that um, I, I, too, even though I watched it from the first season, um, I didn't get into it uh, real big like right off the bat. And it wasn't because I didn't think it was any good. But I, I have a – one of the things I have a, about HBO is that sometimes I think because they can do whatever they want yeah that they they sometimes abuse that privilege and so like there's a lot of there's a lot of like the adult stuff in game of thrones and the sopranos and deadwood and all these shows that i think that if they'd cut it back just a little bit they'd have been fine yeah oh yeah (laughs) Uh, deadwood was one of those shows for me like it was just it was they swear so much in that show that like after (laughs) a while i'm like i can't like I can't even enjoy this anymore. Like that's bad, and, and it's not a bad show. Like the story and everything's really good, but like I got to the point where like I was like I can't. It's just too much. <laughs> like, but HBO is like, look what we can do. You can't get this on network television, and like, uh, and sometimes I think they flog that horse a little too much. Yeah. But, uh, and that's kind of how I felt about Game of Thrones at first. Was I was like, this is really good. If they if they sort of cut it cut some of the you know nudity and all that back a little bit yeah you know? it's just there's just What's so the, much after, of it after like, like the first season or two i mean it wasn't as bad though. it really wasn't after yeah, like the first the, season yeah. or two was like porn central yeah. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is is like I'm, I'm not saying that it was a bad show or anything like in terms of like quality of story um but I, it just made it hard for me to like really um yeah get into <clears throat> well um, we're in luck Ben the website winner is coming dot net <laughs> has released their list of uh, 20 possible uh, shows because you know after that mega successful series on HBO all these other networks are scrambling to fill the void because uh-huh. you know everybody is kind of like looking for that show so their number 20 was um of course, where we're going to count. I don't, I don't, we're not even going to count. I mean, it's not really like a countdown list. <laughs> was the Blood Moon series, which we know has been, it was the prequel that's been yeah. canceled. Uh, their so next one. That one's not going to replace yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Is um, the Amazon Lord of the Rings series that they're publishing. Mm. Yeah. And so I wonder what, the, I'm trying to see. Well, I mean, Lord of the Reg- Lord of the Regines, Lord of the Rings begat. Um, all all fantasy stuff afterwards. Jesus so. Lord. Um, you know Amazon paid $250 million to acquire the rights to this. They outbid Netflix. That was just the beginning of the money hurricane. Uh, <laughs> it'll be the most expensive TV show in history with a minimum $1 billion price tag. 
Wow. And it's always going to be more than predicted on a stunning commitment to five <laughs> seasons. And somehow it probably won't be as good as those three movies made by Peter Jackson. <laughs> probably not. But like right here it says, the prequel show utilizes the familiar universe but conjures up an entirely new story hmm. set long before the first book, The Fellowship of the Ring. Ah, uh, they're, they're, they're diving into the Silmarillion. Yeah, probably. the Age of Numenor hmm. or the Second Age. Um, yeah. They said that ought it ought to be good. Well, they said it could have been, it, might, it would have been easier to uh, find new adventures for them, you know, the trilogy from the original movie trilogy, but uh, uh-huh. they didn't. So, I, yeah, I mean, I, I like the Sumerian, and those books are great. So, if you I like mean, history books, um, it's, it's, and you enjoyed the Tolkien verse, then it's definitely one you need to read. I love Tolkien. He's one of my favorite authors. <laughs> Let's see. There's an Amazon story called The Will of Time. Mm, yeah, but um, Jordan. Yeah, Robert Jordan. Um, yeah, there's there's a, those books have a huge fan base. Um, so yeah. possibly, it's an all female like assassin thing. It could be good. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else is on this list. Uh, the Witcher is about to come out on Netflix. I'm yeah. I'm really looking forward to that one. That one, the, the, the previews of it like it's going to be good. I have a hard time with Jim. Who's a Jim Caviezel that plays yeah. the Witcher? That hairdo. <clears throat> It reminds me of when Jake Gyllenhaal played the Prince of Persia. Oh, wait. That, is that Jim Caviezel or is that Henry Cavill? It may be Henry Cavill. That's Henry Cavill. My yeah. bad. That's Henry Cavill, dude. Sorry. Superman, not Our Jesus. Caviezel, Cavill. Heard it, man. <laughs> uh, let's see. The, uh, we talked about this one last week or the week before. The His Dark Materials series coming yeah. on HBO with the Golden Compass and all that. I, I almost bought that trilogy of books and read it again, but I didn't. I tell you that it looks really good The from what I've seen of the uh, what they've released on it. Yeah, it's really it's going to be great. I can't wait to watch that. Um, Let's see. The Chronicles of Narnia and Netflix. Here's my pen on that. <clears throat> they can't do it any more damage than the other. <laughs> the Who made those? Disney? Yeah. Whoever made those, they were terrible. You know, I, I've never, I never watched any of the ones past they the line were terrible, of the Witch in the Wardrobe. Um, I read all of the books, and yeah. those movies were just S shows. I about said the dirty word, but I stopped myself. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see. The Watch, Discworld of BBC America. Discworld? Discworld. What did I say? No, you, got, you said Discworld. Uh, the, yeah, The Watch, Discworld. That ought to be really fun. Terry, those are based on the Discworld books by Terry yeah, Pratchett. They are. Uh, which is very Monty Python-like humor. So that ought to be funny at the very least. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. What else is on here? It's taking forever to change through these. Terry Pratchett um, also was the co-writer of the book Good Omens that they did yeah. that show on Amazon Prime. Yep. Uh, him and Neil Gaiman, or uh, Gaiman, or however you say his name. <laughs> Amazon's producing a Dark Tower. The Stephen King, based off the Stephen King. It can't be any worse than the movie. That Eight book Dark Tower. <laughs> yeah, that movie was pretty crappy. <laughs> Poor Idris Elba. He just can't get like a movie career like going. Maybe Hobbs and Shaw helped him out a bit. Hobbs and Shaw. Where did it go? Let's see what's next. Sandman. Netflix I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's also Neil Gaiman. Um, That's a DC comic. Yeah. Right? It was a book written for uh, for DC Comics and then later got moved to the Vertigo imprint at DC. And so, uh, so it's a really good series. There is a Arthurian legend called Curse coming out on Netflix. Mm. It's like a reimagining of the favorite, you know, King mm-hmm. Arthur storyline. Focus on the life of young Nemue who will later become the mysterious lady of the lake. That I'll, might be nice. I watched Sword in the Stone the other day. I love Speaking that movie. Of that. What? <laughs> Fetch my arrow! 
I um, love in that movie how you can tell like at different times of recording that that kid went through puberty. So yeah. like sometimes his voice is really like what? like like kiddish, and what? other times it's like cracking and being all teeny. <laughs> yeah, the Mandalorian's on the list. Of course, yeah. we already discussed that. Uh, Netflix series called Shadow and Bone, <laughs> based on a two book series by uh, Lee Bardugo. I don't, I don't have one. a clue. Neither have I. I don't even feel like reading it because I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could It do could that. be great. You the know, HBO Watchmen series, of course. We've I discussed hear that that's that very good. I haven't watched any of it. Yeah. It's like two, three episodes out now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Showtime series called Gorman Host. Oh. Um, um, British author Mevin Peake's Gorman Host fantasy book series. Yeah. That was, it was unfilmable for years. Cool. Uh, they They kept hiring people to be in a movie and then yeah. that person would die. So like John Belushi was uh, supposed to be in it, then he died. Chris was even about. Chris Farley was supposed to be in it, then he died. Oh wow! <laughs> so like it's been one of those things that like is it's had a very. Gorman um, Haas concerns the story of the ruling family grown and the sparse inhabitant servants of the massive, isolated Gorman Haas castle. Gore, Gorman, Gorman Haas. Now I could be wrong. I could be getting that. <laughs> Um, did you I've, not catch my? I do. You did a, a Rammstein stick there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let it, <laughs> let it fade on by, Ben. I'm sorry. I got my my mind got Gore, one, one track. Uh, the CBS Star Trek Picard series is on there. Um, that ought to be. It ought to be good. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I I have. I like Star Trek. I'm not like a huge Star Trek person. Yeah, I'm not a Star um, Trek. I like the movies. Well, it's Star Trek always, they always cross that line into goofiness. Like there's so much goofiness in it. Yeah. Uh, that being said, you know, there's, there's a bunch of really good Star Trek stuff out there and s- specific episodes of each show. If you really want to get depressed, Deep Space Nine is your series. But, um, yeah. um, but I like, you know, I like the next generation cast. Yeah. Uh, there's also a series, last one on here, it's an Apple TV Plus. It's called C, and it's got Jason Momoa. Um, he stars in. It. I have seen like posters and stuff for that, or yeah. like it's uh, advertising. Like a future dystopian kind of society. Human, all human beings have gone blind. Hmm. That's some kind of virus. So yeah, check those out. And as they, some of them become more available, I'm sure we will discuss them more in detail. <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of a boring list. I'm a little bit let down there. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's not so bad. Maybe not. What, what time are we at? We're at 37 minutes. We might we're gonna skip these 50 cool gifts and we'll come back to that next week. Yeah, because I, I wanna, we got plenty of time before I Christmas. Yeah, I don't want to be too long on this one. Uh, let's do Ben and Blake recommend before we jump to the list. What do you got for us this week, dude? Um, I got another album. I've been I've been heavy on the albums, but um, uh, there's a band that that I, I remember hearing on the radio back in like 2005. Yeah. And uh, I remember thinking, oh, I want to listen to more of their stuff. And then I never did. And I never did. Hanson. And no, nope, not Hanson. I saw them live inadvertently though. Um, I'll tell you that story one day. Um, <laughs> poor Hanson. But, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Some of their later stuff was pretty good. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean That's to. okay. But there was a band that came out around the same time as like Franz Ferdinand and, yeah. and, and Modest Mouse had released Float On, even though they'd been around for a while. But there was a uh, a band called the Zootons that uh-huh. had a, a song that they were playing on the radio at the time called Pressure Point. And I remember loving that song. And I was like, oh, I want to listen to more of their stuff. And I never did, and I never did. And then a couple of, about a year and a half ago, I decided to pick that album, that first album of theirs up out on a lark. And yeah. 
I've probably listened to, listened to it all the way through about 20 times since then. The name of the album is Who Killed the Zootons? Yeah. Uh, and it's amazing. It's it's great, um, just rock music. Um, they're, I don't know if they're from England or from Scotland, but they're they're from the UK. The UK. But, um, Bloody hell. But it's really good. <laughs> you wanker. The... Um, uh, there's a bunch of great songs. The pressure point is the one that if you've heard anything off of it, that would be it. I want to say they use it in a commercial or something around that time too. Uh, but it's just a really good, solid, uh, rock album. And I love it. And I got my dad into it and he was hmm. like, you know, you got any more of that Zuton stuff? And, I was, and we ended up buying all their hey, albums. Man. So, got some Zutons. You got some of that Zutons? And that's Zutons, Z-U-T-O-N-S. Hmm. Um, but it's really good. It's, I can't I can't recommend it highly enough. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, they have got they did three albums and called it quits, but that first one is my favorite one, and it's called oh. Who Killed the Zutons? The Zutons. I have to check that out. Uh, my recommendation this week is also, it's also a, a music. Uh, we did podcasts. I've done. I've co- tried to cover all the bases, Ben. Um, but if you remember back when we first started this, we did that, um, was it obscure albums or obscure bands mm, that we mm-hmm. like to listen to? This is one that was on my list. I've kind of followed them since then. Oh, I've followed them for a little bit now. And they're called, it's a band named Big Thief. They're kind of like this indie rock band. Mm-hmm. They've got these really, really folky roots. They come out of like Brooklyn, New York. And um, they have released, they've actually released two albums. They're on this uh, this label called Saddle Creek and Weathervane Music. And um They've been going since like 2015, I think. And so, but I mean, they're, dude, I mean, they released their first album in 2016, but this year they've released two albums. Two this year, May 3rd, they released um, one called UFOF. And then they just released one October 11th called Two Hands. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's so good. Is it Big was, Thief? Is the name It's of called it? Big Thief, yeah. I, I was actually, here, hold on. Maybe this will, I'll let you hear something. Like that. Sound. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not like one of those, like, it's like not one of those that'll like just separate you from, you know, it's not separated from like the other great bands or like, yeah. but, the, but or the album's not just going to blow your socks off, but it's a solid album from cover to cover. It's one of those that has really, really, I mean, it has good songs from, from beginning to start. Yeah. Some really relaxing, you know, kind of folky indie rock music. And I like it. In my older age, I'm finding myself drawing the softer <laughs> stuff. So yeah, check that out. It's an album called Two Hands by uh, Big Thief. Nice. Excuse me. But anyways, uh, there's Ben and Blake recommends for you. We're going to take a break here from our advertiser. We'll be back with our our advertiser, our sponsor. We'll be back with our top five list. We'll see you in just a fruit. Today's yep. podcast is brought to you by the fine folks at Acme Pharmacy. Acme Pharmacy is located at 18 East Dame Avenue in Homerville. And they are your one-stop shop for all your pharmaceutical and healthcare product-related needs. Bill Murray, the owner, and his staff are always waiting with a smiling face and a warm welcome to make you feel like part of the family. They're open daily from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., on Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., and are closed on Sunday. That's Acme Pharmacy at 18 East Dame Avenue in Homerville. You can give them a call at 912-487-5327. Welcome back to Ben and Blake's Excellent Adventure Podcast. Ben, before we go on this list, I just want to say that our listener base is growing. You know, we got listeners in Canada. Florida, um, Colorado that I know of for sure, Arizona, state of Georgia, 
um, Mississippi, Tennessee. Let's see. Oh, and Josh Gilliard listened to our podcast from the top of a mountain in Alaska this week. Nice. Yeah, he went to Alaska on like some, I don't know, hunting trip or just to go hike. I don't know what he's up there for. But uh, anyways, he'll hear this. Did you already say California? Huh? Did you already say California? No, but we are. We do have listeners in California. Becky's listening, right? Yep. In California. So, uh, But he texted me the other day, and I thought it uploaded. He's like, I don't see it yet. He's like, try and get it uploaded before I get on the plane so I can listen to it. And so I tried, but I missed it. And he was like, I texted him the next day and was like, hey, dude, upload. He was in Seattle. He's like, all right, well, we're about to head to Alaska. He said, I'll check it out, you know, when I get a chance. Then he sends me a picture of him on top of the mountain. And he's got his <laughs> Google Wars, whatever, you know, his Google Watch, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's got our podcast logo on there. And he's like listening to the last podcast on top nice. of a mountain in Alaska. How cool is that? That's pretty How cool. How many other losers have a podcast been listening to from a mountain in Alaska? We're like None the Dalai Lama or something. None of y'all hoes. Except Ooh, we talk about y'all hoes. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're like the Dalai Lama, except we talk about Saved by the Bell. But, yeah. I'm so never any time. Not enough time. I'm never going to Stanford. I'm sorry. I hope we're going to quit. All right. This week we're going to talk about our top five sleeper movies. Lynn kind of coined that one for us. Yeah. I, I couldn't know. come up with the terminology. Yeah. So. I don't know that sleeper really applies to what we're talking about. Yeah. And I'm, that's no slide at Lynn because he was sort of half listening to what we were talking about. But yeah. like. Um, it's a total slide to you, Lynn. <laughs> it's not. Lynn don't like um, you. And you got bad breath. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. Um, I don't either. <laughs> Anyway, let's get into this. <laughs> yeah, so basically, I think this list is going to be two different uh, things for me and Ben. Uh, for Ben, it's um, a movie like, explain what it is for you, Ben. Well, I, I, my thought was it was like movies that like you like that that not every that most other people don't like is kind of what I got from it. Uh, that's and. And you're saying it's more like movies that you like that, you, the that people that I, wouldn't think you would like. Yeah, exactly. They'll look at it and be like, wow, Blake. I mean, they might know that I like it, but they don't know that I'm going to watch it every time it comes. Or every now and then I might just look it up and decide to watch it. Yeah, there's a couple of there that are going to be like, boom, Blake. See, I think that would be more, that'd be kind of difficult for me because I've kind of been coined as the movie guy. So yeah. like it's, it's harder for me. Like, I'm not. Are you crying? I'm patting myself on the back super hard right now. You better let me do it. No, I'm just kidding. Super hard. <laughs> Mm. Anyway, so let's jump into it. So let's give us your number five, it. then. My number five is uh, is Disney's The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm. Um, I think the reason that I picked that one is because um, it's not the most beloved Disney movie. It was really sort I of around... It the other day. I, it's really one of the movies that was sort of the beginning of the end of the of what was the second golden age for Disney. That yep. and Pocahontas was were kind of the ones that that sort of started that sea change. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to say this, and this may uh, this may be apocryphal. I think that the soundtrack to Hunchback of Notre Dame might be the best Disney soundtrack of all time. I've never listened to it, so I can't. Oh argue that. man! Oh, that the Bells of Notre Dame song at the beginning yeah. of the movie, and then that song that the that Frollo sings is like super creepy and everything. I just, it's great. It's, it's, a, it really is a good movie, although we're not probably not going to be seeing any Disney uh, live action remakes of The Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> but 
That would be horrific. But I think it's a really yes. good movie. Yes, um, it just it suffers because they they sh- they shoehorn that those uh those the thing that kind of ruins the movie for me are the the shoehorned in buddies that all Disney movies have to have. Yeah. And they just don't work that well in this movie. The three gargoyles that he t- yeah, he talks to, and it just it it just feels like that's it's just set it up to sell forced. toys, you know. Yeah, it felt too forced. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> as wonderful performers as all those people are, it's just it it doesn't quite fit that movie. <laughs> and uh, but I think it's a I think it's a really good movie, and I don't, I think it's one that most people sort of sleep on. So. That's that would be my number five, Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> Here's my first girl movie. My number five is a 1987 movie starring Patrick Dempsey and Amanda Peterson. It's Can't Buy Me Love. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the girl alert. It's a funny movie, dude. I enjoy it not because it's a chick flick, but it's actually a funny movie. Uh, it, Patrick Dempsey plays this nerd, um, Ronald nerd. Miller. <laughs> yeah, he plays this nerd named this nerdy guy named Ronald Miller, and so he's been like mowing lawns. His next door neighbor is this hot chick played by Amanda Peterson named Cindy Mancini, and so he's been mowing their yards all year long or all summer, right? Trying to uh, raise enough money up to buy I don't know what the crap I just did. Trying to um, oh, there we go. Trying to raise enough to buy this telescope that he wants because he's a total nerd. Remember I mentioned that? Mm-hmm. I don't know how to make There it goes. And so, like, he, like, Cindy Mancini ruins her mom's, like, thousand dollar leather jacket. <laughs> I mean, how rich is she to have a thousand dollar leather jacket? <laughs> Anyways, and so Ronald sees her at, um, the store and he gives her the thousand dollars instead of buying the, um, the telescope to like rent her for a month uh-huh. to improve his um social status. She like acts like he lo- like she's in love with him and they go on, you know, dates and hang out in public and and uh you know and it's it's one of those cool stories where at the end of it she ends up falling in love with him. But dude it's like so funny in between. Yeah. Like he plays cards with his nerd friends and his brother calls it cards with the tards. <laughs> It's just so funny. There's so many <laughs> that sealed it for you. <laughs> yeah, when, uh, cards with the tards, huh? There's just like Ronald trying to learn how to dance, and he's watching. He thought thinks he's watching Soul Train, and he's watching this National Geographic show called African Annie Rituals, and it's like today we are watching Tumtulu and Panwiwi give us the ancient Swahili dance for mating, and he like copies the dance moves and does it, and it looks stupid, but everybody starts doing it because now they think. Ronald's cool and like all her friends want to start hanging out with Ronald and mm-hmm. at the end of the movie they end up getting together and that's beside the point I don't like it because it's a girly sappy movie I like it because it's actually funny so don't knock it I don't want to hear it don't at me on Twitter and say Blake I can't believe you like girly movies blah 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 yeah I like Can't Buy Me Love if you think that one's girly wait to hear my number one <laughs> you know what's funny about romantic comedies is that like the more you analyze their plots like the creepier they all become <laughs> like if you start you know, my, re- my, my coat back come up with those <laughs> If Thank you start you, really paying attention to the plots of romantic oh, yeah. comedies, like all the guys are super creepy. <laughs> I'm gonna buy you like my love slave, <laughs> right? <laughs> Date me for a month. <laughs> Never let me go. I'm gonna fall in love with this mannequin. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot about mannequin. That did not make my list. It should have though. Uh, She's anyways. <laughs> She's an Egyptian goddess reincarnated as a mannequin. I got right. a gay black interior designer telling me. Anyways, what's your number four, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> My number four is uh, 
universally heralded as one of the worst movies ever made. Although I I don't consider it. Well, it's a bad movie. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but like, there's so many worse movies I've seen out there. Uh, but it's a the '50s classic, Plan Nine from Outer Space, huh. um, directed by Ed Wood. Yeah, it is. It's bad. Don't get me wrong. It is a bad movie. Um, it's it's made horribly. It's came out uh, in a time when there just was he had no production values. Um, but it's so fun to watch. Like it's one of the it's one of those bad movies that's just so fun to to watch. Even though you can see the strings on the pie plate flying saucers and yeah. um, Tor Johnson who plays one of the um, um plays the police chief that becomes a a living dead later. He clearly uh, is knocking over tombstones when he's rising from the dead. <laughs> like, it's just, it's bad, but it's so good. It's so great in a campy sort of way that I, I can't hate it. Uh, so that'd be my number four. That's all you got to say about that? Yeah. I, I, there's really not much to say because, like I said, it's, it is a bad movie. I mean, you, you, you'll never get me to say it's a great movie, <laughs> but it is so fun to watch. Huh. Uh, so here's my number four. Yep. And I'm stepping out on this one. This a f- gosh, I'm almost afraid to admit that I've watched this. It's funny. It's hilarious. Um, but my oh my gosh, I hope my pastor doesn't listen to this. <laughs> uh, it's a 2008 movie. It's a sex comedy starring. Uh, it's uh, edited by Kevin Smith, stars Seth Rogen and Elizabeth, uh. Elizabeth Banks, Zach and Mary make a porno. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It's that movie that you shouldn't watch and you shouldn't like and you shouldn't find funny, but you die laughing every time you watch it. So every time it comes on, you watch it. Uh, Zach and Mary make a porno is exactly what it says. Uh, Zach Brown and Mary Linky, stinky Linky, uh, they're roommates in Pennsylvania, friends, and like they've like grown up together. And so like they fall on hard times and they like need money badly because their lights get cut off in the middle of the winter and they don't have any hot water, blah, blah, blah. So they're coming up with these like schemes to come up with this, make this money. And after a class reunion where they meet one of their former classmates who is a gay porn star, they decide, <laughs> hey, why don't we make a porno and sell it and we'll become rich. And so the rest of the movie is about them assembling this ragtag crew of uh, friends and they get a porn actress and they start filming this movie and uh, it's called Star Horse. <laughs> the first one's called Star Horse. And so then they... um something happens and the building gets repoed that they're filming in mm-hmm. even though they had a lease on it and they lose all their equipment they have to start over so anyways told me it was about these two friends trying to make a porno to pay their bills and they end up falling in love at the end of the movie and um it, it's just it's I, I, I mean i just for a disclaimer i really didn't like it, and i'm totally lying whatever <laughs> like the movie it's one of those yeah every time i say i'm gonna watch it and the unrated version is way funnier than the rated version <laughs> judge you, me i don't care you know who kills in that movie though who? justin long is yeah, hilarious he's the movie. gay porn star <laughs> and i wish i could throw some of those one-liners out here he goes um like <laughs> I know, harry, I, i've got some uh, i can't like, say harry met sally how about when harry, anyways <laughs> He kills Show your movie. face before I... <laughs> anyways, yeah. Dude, I, when I saw it, that's my one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. I was like, oh my gosh. Because it makes you like blush, but then you're like laughing your butt off. But anyways, Zach and Mary make a porno is my number four. Uh, Benjamin, what you got number three over there, buddy? My number three is Blake's favorite movie, Alien 3. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 
that's the kind of reaction you get from most people when you mention Alien 3. A lot of people consider it the worst of the Alien movies. I happen to really like that movie. That's me. <laughs> He's hissing at me like a cat. The yeah. um, I like it. I like I I can understand um, people not being a fan of it since Aliens was such a. Um, you get so attached to those characters, and then and then they basically just kill all of them. But spoiler alert: they kill all of them, but uh, but Ripley. Um, before the credits even get finished rolling in Alien 3. Yeah. And after you're like, oh, maybe, maybe I wonder what kind of adventures they're going to get Newton Hicks in in this movie. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Death is the only real Nothing. adventure. <laughs> and so I know a lot of people that hate it purely for that because they got they love aliens so much and then they destroy everything aliens did. Um, but I think if you look at it on its own uh, and what it what it does with the with the idea of the alien franchise and what the xenomorphs are capable of and the situation that they put Ripley in on this prison planet. I, th- I actually think that it's a really good story. Um, it isn't the best. Uh, I still reserve for me personally. It's the first one. I love the first alien movie. Yeah, um, that's a great one. Um, but I, I do think that it is a good movie and it, it sort of maybe not so much unjustly. Cause like I said, I get it, but I think it's a better movie than its reputation um, warrants for it. Yeah. And, but that's just me. I know, like I said, I know a lot of people that, that don't Blake included. <laughs> it's a turd of the alien. And they only got worse from there. Yeah. All right, Blake. Like, I kind of like the prequels, but they're not as good. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, my number three, and this one's the one I shouldn't get any judgment on. 91 um, Robin Williams movie directed by Steven Spielberg, and that's Hook. Mm. I love that movie. It, it was Hook. quite possibly yeah. could be one of my favorite movies of all time, and I'm always going to – it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'm going to stop it and watch it. Robin Williams plays Peter Banning, which is basically a grown-up Peter Pan, and uh, Captain Hook, plays by Dustin Hoffman, comes – and steals his children and takes them to Never Never Land to get him to come back and for one more epic battle. And so uh, Tinkerbell, played by Julie Roberts, comes and gets him, brings him back, and then he meets all the lost boys, and they teach him how to fly again. And Rufio, of course. Rufio. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, it's just a good movie. I love it It because I've always loved the Peter Pan story. Peter mm-hmm. Pan's possibly one of my favorite stories ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's just a great movie. I don't even need to expand on it. If you don't like it, I don't care. Go jump off a bridge <laughs> or watch it and get some education in your life. My number three is Hook. Ben, what you got number two? Um, my number, I like Hook too. I love that movie. Hook, um, hook. Where's the hook? <laughs> Peter. Peter Pan. Um. My number two is a movie that I remember when it came out, like I couldn't wait to go see it, but like every review I read for it was just about how it was such a bad movie. Uh, and it's a Robin Williams movie. Hmm. Um, it also stars Edward Norton, and it's a movie called Death to Smoochie. I, I like Death to Smoochie. I like that movie. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> um, it has it has to me some of, there's some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen in that movie but like for whatever reason like they that movie just got savaged like yeah. in the in the in the reviews and um John Stewart has like a little small role in that movie and like he has a line in that movie where like uh I forget the name of the charity but like um all the children's stuff is like corrupt like yeah. in this movie 
And uh, he's like, you don't want to cross them. They're the most ruthless of all the children's organizations. (laughs) And I don't know. And for whatever reason, that movie just makes me laugh so much. Um, Ed Norton, Robin Williams, John Stewart, Danny DeVito. Uh, It's just a, I I think it's a funny movie. Um, It's a, it's about like children's mascots on like TV shows and like sort of they in this world, like it's all like super corrupt and like, they're all like murderers and junkies and stuff. (laughs) And it's just, I, for whatever reason, I find that just hilarious. Um, and, uh, Danny DeVito directed it and I think it's a really fun movie. It's a funny movie to me. Yeah. I liked it. I didn't think anything was wrong with it. No. Danny DeVito is great. (laughs) My number two, no, this one's been on a couple of my lists. Probably one of the most patriotic movies ever made. The Patriot? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Rocky Part 4. It's one of the greatest Rocky movies ever. Ended the change, Cold War. You can change. We all can change. And the Russian guys. Cyrillic language. Anyways, I like Rocky 4. It's my favorite of the Rocky um, Is it really series. your favorite Rocky movie? I mean, well, cinemat- no, I mean, that's fine. I'm not- cinematically, no. Yeah. Overall movie, yes. It doesn't matter. Like, dude, if I scan through the channels at two o'clock in the morning while I'm trying to go to sleep or whatever, and I see it, I'm up until four until it goes off. I'm going to watch it every time, even though I know a line for line, I know exactly what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. I'm still shocked. Yeah. When Apollo dies, I tear up a little bit. Yeah. When Rocky beats the taste out of that big Russian after getting his eyes closed, (laughs) I cheer and I feel American and I feel proud. Rocky ended the Cold War, people. He put Russia in their place. If we want to put Russia back in their place, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is run for president or back a candidate for Christ's sake. Anyways, Ram- Rocky Four is great. Rambo went back and won Vietnam for us in First Blood Part Two. Right. And then Rocky uh, won the Cold War. Exactly. Now he needs to <laughs> have one where he does AIDS and cancer and stuff like that. Anyway, Sylvester Stallone is the answer to all our problems. People think it's Jesus. No, it's Rocky and Rambo. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. That's, that's the most sacrilegious thing I could ever say in my life. It's Rocky Four. I don't even need to discuss it. Everybody knows what Rocky Four is about. The soundtrack is good. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's a great soundtrack. Hearts Living on Fire. In America. Ah, uh, the Tiger. Yeah, James Brown. On it. Rising up. Anyways, Back it's it's a great streets. movie. Wait, was, now was that? In Rocky Four or was that in Rocky Three? I don't remember. It's on all of them though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got uh, John Lafferty. Is it John Lafferty? It's got Hearts on Fire. It's got Two Worlds Collide, Rival Nation, <laughs> Supreme Fire. It's got that training montage where he's got like the oxen yoke around his neck yeah. and he's like he's trudging doing, through like, the tundra. Sit up, it's over an open fire, <laughs> like either die, and he's got the other black guy going throw the towel. So it's Rocky's fault Apollo dies. And then like eventually in the Creed movies, I hadn't watched the second one yet, but like Apollo Creed's son fights a Von Drago's son. son. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, Rocky Four, my number two, all day long. <laughs> what you got number one, Ben? It's time. It's time. It's number one time. My number one is a movie that uh, that I brought up last week before we started recording. I said I'd watched it for the first time in forever. Huh. And Lynn, Lynn's uh, instant response was, I was talking about how funny, I said it's still funny. And Lynn's instant response was, that movie was never funny. <laughs> 
which made yeah. me think, yeah, most people didn't like this movie, but I thought it was hilarious. Well, I have several of those conversations. I think that's hilarious. I'd be like, well. But it was, uh, it was National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon 2. With, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Slap hands across the computer. I like the Loaded Weapon movie. Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. Emilio Estevez, um, Emilio Estevez, John Lovitz. Um, I, the, the funniest part to me in that, but there's and it's filled with funny parts. Like it's, I feel like it was the last great spoof movie like that because yeah. now they make like epic movie and date movie and all that, and they're just not funny to me. Um, but like you know, Airplane, The Naked Gun. Like those movies, like I found all five hilarious. The Hot Shots movies, oh my gosh. Um, and then this one, which was possibly even depending on depending on how well you like the Van Wilder movie, the last great National Lampoon's movie. Yeah. Um, the I don't know Vegas Vacation came out after it, um, and that has its moments. Um, but there's a scene in this movie where uh, Kathy Ireland's character gets shot. And she's yeah. like dying, <laughs> and like, um, she's she's like she like coughs up some blood, and she t- she's trying to get Emilio Estevez's character to kiss her. <laughs> she's got all this oh, blood gosh. on her mouth, and he's like, uh. "Can't get Emilio." Estevez I don't know why, but it makes me laugh so hard. Um, but that, I I watched that movie again. I was like, it still holds up. It's still funny. Um, Not a Lynn Robbins. <laughs> well, you know, it's like I said, apparently a lot of people. Who do you think? Ah, Mr. Lynn Raps. Anyways. <laughs> but I watched it. I think it's, it's a great movie. maybe number one simply because it's fresher in my mind. But Number one on um, your tablet and number one in your heart. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Here's my number one. What's that number one, Blake? Yeah, it's. So my number uh, one is a 1999 rom com. Mm-hmm. And, um,. Yeah, I'm gonna get so much crap for this one, but it stars um Hugh Grant. I almost said Hugh Hefner and Julia Roberts as Notting Hill. I, mm-hmm. I don't know why I like this movie so much, but when it's on, it's getting watched. I will even break the DVD out and look it up and watch it sometimes <laughs> when it's not on. So, it, granted, it's a rom-com and it's got mushy parts. And, you know, so what if I have a soft spot for a romantic crap? But it's a hilarious movie. Uh, it's got Julia Roberts, Hugh Grant, uh, Hugh Bonneville's in it, Emma Chambers, James Dreyfus. Uh, how do say his name? Rise Ephons, Reese, mm-hmm. he's in it. Um, Tim McClin- uh, Mc, Mc, McInerney. <laughs> Excuse me, Gene McKee. There's, there's a couple of actors in it. But anyways, excuse me. Uh, okay, can't get myself good. Hugh Grant plays uh, William Thacker. He owns a travel bookstore in Notting Hill, which is a suburb in uh, London, mm-hmm. right? And so Julia Roberts plays uh, 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 Anna Scott, an actress, pretty well herself. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and so um, I can't get myself. Thacker's or Grant's character like loves her or like I don't even think he's ever he's never even really met her. That's that's the premise of it. He not I mean he knows who she is, but he's like not him. So anyways, one day she comes in the bookstore to try to she's I guess trying to get away from people or whatever, mm-hmm. and so she's browsing around. He's talking to her and he's helping her out, you know, and they're making conversation and um and like 
he doesn't even realize who he's talking to leaves and the guy that works in the bookstore with him is like that's Anna Scott and then he realizes and he's like oh god I've made a dummy out of myself and <laughs> oh, so like oh, I'm terribly oh, I'm terribly yeah, sorry exactly and so he um he goes like tells all his friends nobody believes him next day she or a couple, a couple weeks later she comes back into the bookstore and then they hit it off and you know they start talking to each other she, Alec Baldwin plays her boyfriend from the states and anyways the, it, it's hilarious it's about him falling in love with her her falling in love with him but then being in two separate worlds and trying to somehow make it work and they like break up she goes back to america and leaves him for a couple of months and then uh she comes back um to notting hill and anyways like she makes a fool of herself tells him that she wants to see him but then he goes to a movie set and they give him some headphones so they can he, you can see and hear what they're saying and, mm-hmm. and he hears her talking about him and she's like I, you know he's just a friend blah 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 he gets hurt leaves a couple weeks later you know anyways they end up together the funny part about it is all the in-between stuff um what's the guy's name shoot anyways Thacker's roommate is hilarious he or Grant's roommate in this movie <laughs> is hilarious he's like completely like like airheaded hippie dude and um he ends up marrying Hugh Grant's sister in the movie but like his one-liners are just like so funny uh, there's one thing he comes out eating this container with this white stuff in it and he goes there's something wrong with this yogurt I think it's spoiled <laughs> and Hugh Grant goes um that's not yogurt you're eating mayonnaise and he goes oh right then he walks out keeps eating it <laughs> some of his t-shirts that he has I mean it's just a hilarious movie it's romantic <laughs> I like the romantic aspect I like the storyline in it I like the way they told the story I like the way the characters are played I love the comedy in it and it's just I don't care judge me at me on Twitter if you want to I don't care <laughs> tag me on Facebook I don't care cash I, me outside how about that cash me outside how about that it's one of my favorite movies every time it comes on I'm gonna watch it and that's Notting Hill boom so with all these rom-coms that you're a fan of there were two on there dude how come you still haven't made it through the princess bride then that's all i'm Um, saying i've never actually started the princess bride it's a good movie i need to watch it i've been (laughs) told that by a certain person in my life right now and i have to watch it but i'm going to i tried mine and monty python's holy grail and i couldn't get into it you weren't you weren't crazy about that we talked about that one i just couldn't get into it i mean it was funny ish but maybe it was a bad day i'm gonna give it a a, i'm gonna (laughs) wait and give it another go but uh yeah that's it. That's my number one. So yeah, that was my number one. That's our number. That's our top five list. Uh, <laughs> next week, we're going to try to break it down a little bit different. We're going to take um, artists that we love, our bands, and we're going to discuss horrible albums that they put out. So I guess like our top five worst albums by our favorite bands, if that yeah. makes sense, something along those lines. <laughs> You'll get it. If you don't get it, just listen <laughs> next week. We'll figure it out between now and then. Right. Um, Ben, you got any what's happening for us before we get out of here? Yeah. Um, not a whole lot, but there's some things. Hold on. Let me get really. Now my uh, pad is working. Uh oh, not working. All right. Um, so uh, Blake's favorite band, the Jonas Brothers, Heck are yeah. going to be in Jacksonville. You made me tingly when you said that <laughs> on uh, November seventeenth. Uh, but if you want to boycott the Jonas Brothers, you can also on November seventeenth. You can go see Dwight Yoke. Uh, I'm actually Dwight. I like. Dwight. I like Dwight. Dwight. We ain't got no band, Randy. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll never not be able to think about Sling Blade when you mention Dwight Yoakam. What, because we live so close to Jacksonville? Um, 
Oh, five finger death punch, Pie May. Get it, Pie May. You remember the Kill Bill River? Yeah, holiday small days. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody's skipping Thanksgiving, dude, and that offends me. I'm offended. It's like I like Christmas too. I love Christmas, but let's let's give the turkey his, his day. Eat a lot. Don't forget those Black Friday sales. Get spend all your anyways. We'll talk about that next week. Um, we are like an hour and ten, Ben. I think we did a good job this week. We're gonna end it. Uh, so we want to thank you guys for joining us this week. I uh, hope you found something interesting, something you like. If you like something, maybe we offended everybody. If you find something you like, tell us. If you see something you didn't like, tell us. We want to know. Also, if there's things you want to include or add to the or would like to hear us discuss, reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Twitter at Excellent Dudes. I am on Twitter at JBlakePittman. I'm not sure if Ben's a tweeter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Twitter. I tweet some. I don't have many followers on there. <laughs> what? You can check us out on Instagram because we are on there. Ben Blake's Sex Adventure Podcast. I'm also on Instagram at Blake for real. All one word, I think. I'm on Facebook so that the government knows yeah. everything that I do. Yeah. Um, you can check us out on Facebook at Ben and Blake's Sex and Adventure too, as well as Ben Murray or Blake <laughs> <laughs> The government. Oh, um, you know the cool thing about Facebook, Ben? Well, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> it was an inside job. Anyways, his Pearl Harbor sucks. <laughs> Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. Uh, you can email us at BenBlakeSexAndAdventure at gmail.com. <laughs> if you know our personal phone numbers, text us. We don't care. We won't answer you. Ben doesn't answer anybody when you text him. <laughs> no, but just reach out a to us. Eventually, us I will. Anything you want to hear us discuss, anything you don't want to hear us discuss, tell us and we'll still discuss it just to get at you. Or whatever. Um, I'm running out of things to say. I'm getting mind mush. I got to get pumped with John Avery here in just a minute. <laughs> gonna be a great night i got horrid gas tell me i'll save it when he gets down on the bench press smoke anyways neither here nor there no blake <laughs> land this airplane but uh, yeah this has been another excellent adventure uh this blake Pittman, ben murray we love you guys mm-hmm. thanks for listening even if you didn't listen we'd still do this yeah we yeah, would we don't care because we <laughs> like hearing ourselves talk and recording and making ourselves feel famous <laughs> uh then we miss anything no just closing the show out alright dudes uh, we'll catch you next week remember be excellent to each other and for god's sake party on dudes party the f on dudes <laughs> <laughs> can I say the f yeah you might want to edit that I'm not editing it I'm not, not maybe we won't listen this far anyways we'll catch you guys next week <laughs>